Welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. I'm Christopher Krellen, CEO of the American Influencer Association. We're honored to have the one and only Caitlin Jenner with us today. She shares her journey in finding her authentic voice and the lessons she learned along the way. Caitlin also reminds us we all have a platform to change the world. And now, here's our host, Josh Skinner. Hi, it's Josh Skinner, and welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. Today, I'm with the legendary Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn, how are you? Well, I'm doing good, Josh. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Actually, right before we started this interview, my sister just gave birth to her second child. So I'm an uncle for the second oh. time. So I'm in a good space. Are you close by? Are you able to see him? Or? You know, she lives in Hawaii. Uh, so I grew up in Hawaii. And um, my oh. sister and her husband, also named Josh, uh, they just had baby Logan today. So I'm hoping after COVID's done, I can fly over to Hawaii and meet Logan for the first time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. I'm, I'm in, a good, I'm in a good mood today. How are you? How's your day? How are you, how are you enjoying your Friday? Well, <laughs> um, I had a doctor's appointment this morning, so I had to go all the way into town and get my eyes checked. And so I did that, came back. Now I'm doing you, and now I got stuff in the afternoon. So I have been kind of over the last three months, whatever it has been, this whole pandemic thing. Yeah. It's been really difficult. I mean, I'm always used to doing things. Um, I, I do a pretty good job of occupying my own time, but I like working. I like doing these things. I like projects and like everything stopped. I was in London, um, and still had two more days of work when the shutdown was just beginning. And so I had to sneak out, get home, basically been home ever since. Yeah. It's been kind of boring. Do you have any tips for our listeners to how they can, uh, fill their time at home? Well, I hope you have hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> great time to work on whatever your hobby is. And, um, you know, uh, I've been in aviation for a long time. I've got a plane, and so I uh, try to do a lot of no place to go. So I do a lot of IFR work and a lot of training and that kind of stuff just to stay sharp. And, and fortunately, uh, the golf course was closed for about a month. At least the golf course is open, so I've, I've always been kind of passionate about the game. And so I don't know if it's good if you practice more. Or not, you know. Sometimes you practice too much, but uh, yeah, it fills it fills your day up, and you're outside, beautiful, sunny, nice. Kaylin, you and I met about nine years ago, and it was before your transition. And during that time, I was kind of making my own transition. I was dating somebody, and I was in, I was basically in the closet about it. And I was so accepted at your house, and you and your family uh, created a very authentic environment for me and i wanted to take a moment to just just to say thank you and now i'm feeling that i'm reintroducing oh. myself to you uh as my authentic self and i'm meeting caitlin today for the first time so i just wanted to say thank you well you know what everybody has got what i call stuff we all have stuff we have to deal with you know to kind of be ourselves and sometimes the stuff can be very difficult on you, on the people around you, on everybody. But once you get through it, um, I've been very blessed. I have a very loving family, and that's the most important thing. But once you get through it, and you kind of come out on the other side, and you're honest with yourself, and you're honest with everybody, it's like somebody taking, you know, hundreds of pounds of weight off your shoulders, and all of a sudden your chest can expand and you can breathe, because now everybody knows that I don't have to hide it hide my feelings and everything 
and just wake up in the morning and be yourself all day, you know. Um, pick your friends wisely. You know, sometimes you may lose some friends. Uh, sometimes you'll you'll wind up gaining more. You know, so surround yourself with you know positive people and uplifting people, and you know, then try to help them. And uh, we can get through this thing called life. Yeah, and I really want to use this interview to educate and inspire our listeners. And I was wondering if maybe we could do like a teachable moment. Since I'm meeting Caitlin for the first time, I was wondering if our audience was meeting a family member or a friend who was transitioning or has transitioned, what are the do's or don'ts that they should be aware of? Boy, I, I've met so many people who uh, have been through horrifying experiences uh, being trans. Um, there are tremendous issues in this community. I mean, it's the most marginalized community probably in the world because being trans does not have borders. It doesn't stop at the border. It's, it's part of humanity. And I've been very blessed that uh, my experience was very positive, very good. I tried to, I, I couldn't do it privately. I had to do it publicly because of the media and who I was. And, you know, I thought about going to Alaska to the backwoods and, you know, transitioning and leaving everybody. But that wasn't going to work. I mean, I have my family, my loved ones, uh, so I had to do it, but I tried to do it the best I can positively. Um, for most people who are dealing with these issues, you have to look more at the final result of where you want to be in your life, um, and that has to be kind of the driving force. Um, being open uh, with your closest friends, family members, uh, family um is by far the most important thing. And I think most people appreciate honesty, you know, um, and they're happy for you that you don't, you don't have to be dishonest anymore to yourself or to everybody else. Um, and you can get through it, you know, you can get through it. Like I'm sure from the last time we talked to today, you're a much better person for it. I am. Did you agree? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I know and who I am. I, am. I feel grounded for the first time. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel me. And I'm almost 40 now, so, you know, it was such a learning experience. My God, you're so old. Well, Caitlin. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I, I, hit, I hit my last birthday, I hit the big 7 So 40 sounds really young. Let me ask you this. What is the biggest misconception of being a famous transgender woman? That the tough part has been um, a lot, not, not as much from other people, but mostly a lot from the community, because... I have all these privileges, which I totally understand, being, you know, white, famous, I have celebrity privilege, I have white privilege, I have, you know, I have a job, I have income, well, I have all those types of things, and um, I and I have a large platform, um, and sometimes you get criticized for all of that within the community, like, you can't be, you know, a spokesperson for the community you know, unless you're, uh, you know, uh, been, you know, kind of in the gutter and have all sorts of issues and problems and, you know, financial things and this and that. Because, I mean, like, for instance, we lose a, a trans woman of color one every two weeks to murder. Wow. Okay? Um, uh, suicide rate is out of control. Um, and so, uh, and sometimes... What I try to say is that, yes, I have a platform. I have a large platform. My platform is different than yours. Everybody has a platform that they can try to change the world. Some are larger. Some are different. 
some are smaller, but everybody kind of has to do their part to make a difference in the world. And I have met some of the most amazing people in my community. Um, it's so interesting. For so many years, they struggle with their identity and who they are. And once they go through it, and it's over, like in my case, once I went through it and it was over with, it was done, I was out. Life became a lot easier in a lot of ways, um, and I could be a better person. Uh, I could concentrate on work. I can concentrate on the things that I wanted to do and try to be a better person. And I've seen so many trans people do that. Once this is all behind them, you know, and if they're in the business world, their businesses improve. Uh, um, uh, they do better in life. They have closer and more and closer friends than they had before. Uh, it may be a different group of friends, but very loyal, loving people. So uh, for me, um, uh, I, I try to watch the criticism because, you know, Social media is so ridiculously, you know, critical of everything. And you almost even can't, can't even read that stuff. Um, it goes in one ear and out the other. Uh, because there's a lot of haters out there. And on social media, it's very easy for them because they don't have to face you. To my face, I've only really had maybe one case of somebody, like, mad at me, you know, uh, in five years. Um and so everything else has been very positive. And I, I get it every day, you know, people thanking you for your bravery, thanking you for your honesty, all that kind of stuff. So it's been overall an extraordinarily positive experience for me. Do you think one day we can remove the transgender label and just call you female? Or is it disrespectful to remove the transgender label? I, again, I want to use this as a teachable moment. Like when you look in the mirror, do you see transgender or do you see woman? Oh, I'm all girl now, baby. Uh, Bruce still lived inside um, before little Caitlin lived inside and Bruce is what the world saw and uh, today there was a lot of things that I did before um, that I thought oh am I going to have to give those types of things up and at first probably I did um, you know just like and I've always been very athletic and this you know the flying the I, racing cars I raced cars for years I thought why can't I still do those things you know, I, I still can. So um, I, I still do all of the things, um, you know, that I did in my past, but I just look a lot better doing it. You look fabulous. <laughs> you know, I just look a lot better doing it now, you know, and I feel much more comfortable with myself. What do you think? Do you think that one day we can just remove the labels or do you think removing the label is uh, not being authentic? It would be nice to be able to remove the labels, but I just don't know if people love to label you, okay? Society likes to label la label people. Uh, you're in this group. You're in that group. You're this. You're that. Um, and I think society will continue to do that. We can't change society that much where, you know. I personally identify more as a trans woman than I do just as a woman, you know? Right. Um my kids even said to me, uh, Kendall and Kylie, when we talked about all these things that were uh, that I was going through and transition was a possibility. And I remember them asking, well, then what do we call you? I said, I thought for a second, and I said, Dad. <laughs> I said, I've always been your dad. I'll always be your dad till the day I die. And what my kids are so good at, okay, and <laughs> I got to give them credit for this one. They always say, my dad, 
she did this and this. Hmm. They always, you know, and I think they're comfortable with that, you know. You know, my dad, she. And that's tough to change the pronouns in there for mid-sentence. But they never miss. They always get it right. And I'm comfortable with them calling me dad. And, you know, I get flowers on Father's Day. And um, it's fine. I mean, I, I'm fine with that. Now, some people in the community says, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that, you know. But the good news is I can also celebrate Mother's Day. (laughs) (laughs) It was like I was coming out of Mother's Day and I was coming out of uh, Home Depot. And this lady, you know, they have the lady at the door. And she looks at me and she says, well, I guess it's quite appropriate that I say Happy Mother's Day. And I gave her a hug and I said, thank you very much. That's very nice of you. People are nice, you know. Yeah, people are nice. You have had just an incredible career and just an incredible life. When have you felt the most influential? I would say when I first came out, um, the question was, one, how do I do it? That's respectful to me, my family, but also to this community. And I tried to be very calculating in the things that I did. Um, I didn't want to be seen everywhere, but I wanted to do the right things. And so the whole coming out process, um, yeah, you felt very influential um, in what you say and what you did. Now, the problem was that when I came out, I had never even met another trans person. Yeah, I, I couldn't out myself. Wow. Okay? So nobody knew besides, I could count the amount of people that knew on, you know, on one hand. Um, but it was just, I had so much to learn. Um, I had so much to learn about the community, about the issues, and all those types of things. And in a couple of cases, not knowingly, I got nothing but love in my heart, you know. I made a mistake that you were totally criticized by the community for, you know. And simple things, like I said something like, you know, I wanted to try to see if I could do the best job I can in transitioning. uh, Because I didn't want to look like, you know, like a man in a dress. And, oh my God, I... I didn't, that's my own personal feelings. The boy did the community come down on me. Oh my God, how can you say something like that? You know, what about all the people out there that, you know, aren't as privileged as you and couldn't get things done? And, uh, I went, oh, oh, you're, they're absolutely right, you know? So it was kind of a learning process to go through. Um, and I have to say now, five years after the fact, I, I, I think I try to get it right more than I mess up. Yeah. Well, thank you for seeing teachable moments and sharing your honesty with other people so they could learn as well. Now, you interviewed Sophia, right? I did. And um, I was going to ask you about that next. Um, I came across Lumasol because I'm, like I mentioned before, I'm from Hawaii and sunscreen has to be reef safe. And I uh, recently interviewed Sophia Hutchins, who started Lumasol. And I was wondering, how did you get involved in this really great and amazing sunscreen line? Actually, uh, an interesting thing to watch. Uh, I have suffered from skin cancer. You know, when I was growing up, 50s, 60s, 70s, um, you know, nobody wore sunscreen. And I lived outside, literally. I mean, I was a competitive water skier growing up, obviously track and field for years. I was mountain biking. I'm always outside in the sun. Um, but because of that, I suffered from, you know, skin cancers, particularly on my face. And um, I have a bunch of them removed from my face. You know, they get these red spots and they won't go away and then you start getting them checked and 
you know, it's a basal cell carcinoma or something, and you got to get them cut out. And I had this one cut out. I got one on the end of my nose. And to fix it, they had to cut it out, take all the skin off my nose, reattach all the skin, plug up the hole because there's no there's no skin there uh, to plug the hole. And so I went through this long process. Cut to about seven years later, um, my nose started to get red. Same spot. And I'm thinking, oh, man, they didn't get all the little cells. You know, here it's coming back. So I go to my dermatologist, and he says, try this stuff, like a chemo cream. Put it on your nose for six days, twice a day. So anyway, I do. I put it on it. So it attacks all the bad cells. Well, at the end of six days, it was red, not too bad. On the seventh day, my nose blew up like it was Rudolph. Okay? Now, paparazzis follow me everywhere. I'm trying to hide. Don't let anybody get a picture of it. Sure enough, I come around the corner. There's one guy, boom, 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 boom. Next thing you know, you know. You're all over social media. The rag, you know, Caitlin, bad reaction from plastic surgery and, you know, all these stupid rumors. So Sophia and I go, you know, why don't I post something? Let's, like, do a public service announcement about skin cancer. Uh, we did put it online, and it's not an amazing response. And a lot of companies sending us, you know, sunscreen products. So Sophia, who's an economics and finance major and very, very smart, says, you know what? start a company and I said you know that's a great idea go do it so that was a little over three years ago she has done an amazing job with this company and uh, to get it where it is now from getting our product through the FDA to the packaging to the dispenser we call our little engine what it does it's very different it's like the next step in uh, in sunscreen and honestly I, I could not be proud of her more proud of her she's done it's been a fun process to watch. You know, I've always enjoyed that. All my kids, I always encourage them to be very entrepreneurial, and they have. And it's great to see Sophia do this and be in charge of this company and doing a phenomenal job. And it's a great Wonderful, product. Baby. It's a really great product. Yeah, great product. It's non-greasy. Yeah. It's animal cruelty-free. It's vegan. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's a great product. And it's easy to apply. See, I'm a big golfer, okay, and I'm out in the sun all the time. And I don't want to get sunscreen on my hands because then you get it all over your club and, you know, it hurts the game. So um, I love the product because uh, it's a, a, a spray, a mist that you put on. The first product is face, neck, and chest. Um, that's where all my problems have been. And... Um, uh, you can put it on uh, and be able to get good protection, SPF 50. But the thing with sunscreen is you really have to reapply every two to three hours to really make it effective. Well, if you're out on the golf course, uh, you can't, like, put lotion on your face again because now you're out on the golf course and your hands are all greasy and you're sliding around on the club and it works perfect. You know, you can just go, you know, a couple of squirts on the face and you're protected again and ready to go. Yeah, it, it works great. Yeah, I love it as well. And um, as Caitlin said, I did interview Sophia Hutchins, and she will be on our show next week. And um, I'm going to plug the product. I love it. So if you want more information on uh, Lumasol, all you have to go to is mylumasol.com, and you can uh, find out more about this amazing revolutionary sunscreen product. Caitlin, yeah. I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day to reintroduce yourself to me. It's so good to see you or meet you online again. And I just want to say thank you. And for... Actually, you're reintroducing
presenting yourself to, to me. Well, yeah. I really appreciate it. And if our listeners want more information about you, should we send them to your Instagram, your Twitter, your website? Where should we get, send them to? Um, that's actually a good question. Uh, Insta- I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on all the social media sites. You know, good old Caitlin Jenner. Put me in there. You'll find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on American Influencer Real Talk. And again, listeners, don't miss Sophia's interview next week. Caitlin, thanks again for being on the show. Perfect. Thanks for listening to our conversation with Caitlin Jenner. You can keep up with our latest episode by visiting us at AIAawards.com and by subscribing to our show on your favorite podcast platform. The American Influencer Real Talk is produced by Christopher Crellin, Bethany Crellin, Josh Skinner, and it's edited and produced by Michael Sykes. Original music composed by at Joshua Hendricks Music. And now, here's our CMO, Bethany Crellin. Hey, it's Bethany Crellin. Thank you for listening to the American Influencer Real Talk. We hope you enjoyed. We are so passionate about all of you, our fans. We want you to be part of the AIA family. You can check out our beauty bundle, which supports our influencer community at AIAawards.com. Want to be a guest on The Real Talk? Send us a message on social. We can't wait to stay connected with you all and don't miss the next episode next week.